on every man, every woman, every child in this building. Let's praise him right now. Have you made up your mind? Is your mind made up? 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 No turning back. 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 <laughs> Woo! My, my, my. One more time to the Lord, will you? My. Jesus, we love you. Lord, we adore you. We praise you. We magnify your name. How we bless thee. How we bless thee. How we bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you. Praise God. Amen. Amen. There's a victorious power in this place today. We have been... Praise God. Ministering on spiritual warfare, dealing with giants in our life, we're going to, the Lord will help us finish that up here today. What a message last Sunday night, last Sunday, Brother Heron ministered to us. Seemed like he just sort of wrapped up about six weeks of preaching. Confirming what the Lord has been speaking. And then again, Wednesday night, he ministered to us. We are so thankful. As you turn to the second book of Samuel, chapter 21, verse number 15. And then we will also read verse number 22. I do want to say, not this coming Wednesday, but the following Wednesday... There will be a special church meeting at 6.30. Now listen to me. We will have regular church at 7. So we're not dismissing church. We're just having a special session for church members at 6.30. It'll take us about 15 minutes. And we're just going to talk about what we spoke about a few Wednesdays ago, Wednesdays ago uh, concerning uh, the name of, of the church here and we've been getting so many positive response, and everybody is, uh, really loves it, already using it, and uh, that we are uh, looking at um, having our name uh, going to be called the Sanctuary of the Palm Beaches. And uh, we're not changing anything about us. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm apostolic from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Nothing changing about us, but it is a much more inclusive name and uh, much more neutral in application. And when you invite people, uh, we don't want to ostracize them before we get them in the building, right? We, if we, we want them to have the Pentecostal experience, if we want them to have that, we got to get them in the Pentecostal experience. And so that's what that is all about. We're excited about it. It's going to be wonderful, awesome. It's great things. I wouldn't be going forward with it if I didn't know with every fiber and bone in my body that this is indeed the will of God. 
and been talking to the Lord about it for nearly a year uh, on making this change. So at 6.30, not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, we are going to um, finalize that one way or the other. It's the only subject that we will deal with uh, in that meeting. What mighty moves of God we have been having. What great touches, power of the Holy Ghost. All of our guests, we are so thankful that you have come. We want you to know that you have entered into a group of people who love their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with all of their heart, soul, mind, and body. We want you to know that there is no greater experience on the planet than to be filled with the Spirit of God and to be baptized in His name for the remission of all of your sins. All of us must go this way. There is only one door. There is not two, only one. And you must walk through that door in order to enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus told Nicodemus, except a man is born again, he will not see or know or enter into the kingdom of God. We must be born again. We have been addressing the spiritual war aspect as a church. Second Samuel, I'm sorry, I have you standing. I realize that. Second Samuel 21, verse 15. Moreover, the Philistines had yet war again. Tell your neighbor, there's always war. With Israel. David went down and his servants with him and fought against the Philistines and David waxed faint. And moreover, the Philistines had yet war again. The next few verses talk about giants that came against Israel. Verse 22, these four were born to the giant in Gath and fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. I want to tell you today, it doesn't matter how big your giant is. It doesn't matter how long he's been around. It doesn't matter how many of them there is. All of them will fall to the hand of the church, to the hand of Jesus Christ, to the hand of the power of the Holy Ghost. Does anybody here today believe that? Let's put our Bibles down, clap our hands unto the Lord. Will you give a shout unto Him? Is there a shout of victory in the house? Is there victory? In the house, we praise you, Jesus. We magnify you today, oh God. Thank you for the victory. Thank you for the victory. Thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. We praise you, we praise you, we praise you. And everybody say with me, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Turn around to two or three people around you and tell them giants die. Find somebody else and tell them you're giants. 
going to die. Tell them, your giant going to die. You believe it? It don't matter if it's sickness. It don't matter if it's marriage. It don't matter if, if it's an addiction. It don't matter what it is, how big he is, where he came from, what his background is, who he was born to. He will die. Because I got news for the giant. When you rise up against God's army, when you rise up against God's people, you have signed your death warrant. You have, you have marked your calendar upon your last day to exist. The church ain't backing up. The church isn't backing down. The church is just rising up. We are coming to the occasion. We are rising to the battle. We aren't fearing you. We're not afraid of you. I wish I had somebody would just stand up right now and let that old devil know, come on, somebody, we're not afraid of him. We don't fear him. God is with us. His power is upon us. We've come to sign it today. We've come to seal it today. It ends today. It's over today. Somebody shout, Goliath. Today is the last day you march in my valley. Today it ends. <laughs> 40 days and 40, 40 mornings and 40 evenings he came into that valley. But there came a day. There came a day he didn't know it. Nobody else knew it, but God knew it. There came a day it was going to be the last time he marched into that valley. It was going to be the last time he intimidated you, the last time he challenged you, the last time he came after you. That day was the last day it would ever happen, and if you can get a hold to God right now if you can believe in your heart today then right now will be that day Woo. I don't know how long I'm going to preach I feel like God just wants to bring a little victory in the house right now I feel like God's trying to stir somebody up. I know it's been a long time. I know you've been suffering a while. I know you've been battling a while. I know you've been hearing it for 40 days. But God's come to tell somebody today, it ends, it ends, it ends, it ends, it ends, it ends today. Somebody shout it ends today. Shout it ends today. Tell your neighbor it ends today. Tell somebody else it ends today. I want you to get it in your heart. I want you to get it in your spirit. It ends today.
I want that devil to know I'm not going to hear his ugly voice again. I'm not going to feel the thunder of his footprints in my life again. No, not after today. Today. All right, you can be seated. Music, get ready. I don't know how long we're going to preach. I don't think this is a preaching day. I think this is a victory day. My God, I feel it. My God, I feel it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on. It's victory day. It's victory day. Today he dies. Today he dies. Today he dies. No more fear. No more intimidation. Oh, no. No. It ends today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There came a moment. There came a time. A time when it was the last trip Goliath ever made. It was the last threat he ever spoke. You've got to make up in your mind like David did when he looked at his brethren and said, Is there not a call? Turn to your neighbor and tell, turn to somebody and tell them, there's a cause greater than my giant. I want you to get that. Say it again. There is a cause greater than my giant. You know why that giant tormented Israel for 40 days and 40 evenings? Because they forgot the cause. They forgot, Jesse, that that battle was not about them. That battle was about a promise God made to Moses. God made to Joshua. I'm going to give you all the land. It was about a promise. Listen, it was about a promise that God made to David. I'm going to give you peace all around. The cause is greater than the giant. And the moment... Just war. They didn't all have to get this revelation. Only one. 
got to get a revelation that there is a cause, a purpose, a destiny that's greater than that little giant that's been tormenting me. Stay with me for a moment. But here's what happened. That giant caused them to forget the cause. Forget their God. Forget their purpose. And get all wrapped up in their trial. All wrapped up in their situation. All wrapped up in their dilemma. To the point that the cause that God had called them to had diminished. And the trial had grown. You know what's about to change your life? Tell your neighbor, you know what's going to kill your giant? When you get a fresh revelation of the cause. Now that's so simple. You don't even want to say amen to it. But the moment that you, as an individual, get stirred up, says, devil, God didn't call me to fight in a valley. God called me to conquer the land. moment you get stirred up inside of your heart and you realize that that adversary has captivated your attention has removed you from the calling and the purpose and the cause of God in your life he's tied your hands You've been hiding behind spiritual rocks. Or maybe your wife. Hiding behind her prayers. Hiding behind her compassion for you. Feeling sorry for you. You ain't nothing but a... It's on Facebook. I'll let you fill in the blank. Men of God, it's time to get up on our feet. It's time to recognize what God has called our family to be. In our neighborhood, on our jobs, everywhere we go. Somebody needs to tell that devil, tell him, I'm tired of being afraid. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of hiding. Devil, it ends today.
me show you something real quick. Try to maybe illuminate your mind so you understand where I'm going. You walk up to the bank of a mighty Russian river. It's been flooding and raining. The tide, the, the, levee, the, the level of the river has risen. Waters are rushing by so fast. Nothing could survive in that. You're standing on the brink. On the, on the, on the, on the bank and you. And the thought comes into you. You know about jumping in. But you say oh no. Nothing would ever get me. To jump into that river. Too much fear. It's too intimidating. It's too huge. Too powerful. Then your child stumbles up by your feet. Trips over your foot. Falls in the river. How long do you think it will take you to jump in that same river that you just said you would never jump in? How about a millisecond? You know why? Because the cause. just became greater than your fear, intimidation, inability. I'm trying to give you the formula and the answer to conquering the adversary that's been tormenting you. I'm here to tell you today, it's when you get the cause back in your heart, what you're called to be, what you're called to do, who you are as a child of God. I'm wasting my time in this valley. I've been wrestling with this giant. I've been battling. You devil, you're not even worth my time. You're not worth my energy. You died today. The kingdom of God is greater. The work of God is greater. My family is greater. My marriage is greater. My children is greater. Young man, young woman, my call of God upon my life is greater. Tell your neighbor your devil's about to die. Tell them your giant's coming down. He brought the cheese and the goat milk to his brothers. Y'all ready for the victory? Because I'm going to close this in just a moment here. Get ahead of myself. Just a moment. He stood there by the greatest man of the army, Saul. Three of his own brothers, Eliab, Abinadad, and Shema, I believe, their names. One of them, their name means the Father has given. 
Ah, it's been so long since I looked him up. He's standing there next to his brothers, hiding behind rocks. Brought him some crackers and cheese. You know why he was there on the front line with his brothers? Because the Father had sent him. He was there in obedience to the Father. And most of you are in the mess you're in because you were being obedient to the Father. And the devil didn't like it. And he sent a giant. But here's what we have to do. He's standing next to them, brothers. The army. And the Bible says about that time, the ground started shaking. Follow me. I'm almost done. I'm getting my balance. There we go. The ground started shaking. That giant, the Bible says, that giant made his way down into that valley like he had done 40 days in a row. In the morning and in the evening. David looked out there, said to his brethren, now notice, David never called him a giant. Because there's nothing bigger than the cause of God. When we keep the cause of God in our heart and the purpose of our calling in our being, nothing ever looks like a giant. He looked out there and he said, Who is that uncircumcised doll? (laughs) Who would dare challenge the army? Now, this time, David thinks he's part of an army. He don't realize the cause had been stolen out of their hearts. And they're just a bunch of trembling little children. Awesome. I like that drum roll. Shaking, shivering. They said, have you not heard? I love this about David. Have you not heard about the giant that is tormenting everybody? And that's when David responded and said, I don't see nothing out there but an uncircumcised dog. You see, David wasn't there to hear the devil torment, intimidate, put fear in his heart for 40 days and 40 evenings. David just showed up, and in his heart still remained the cause. He had just left a sheep field where he had killed a lion and a bear. Killed a lion and a bear. 
Why? To protect those little old sheep. Protect those little sheep. Why? Because that was his cause. That was his calling. He didn't let a ferocious grizzly bear look bigger than the cause. He didn't let a lion look bigger than the cost. No matter what came to David, what he was called to do was always greater. Now what all Saul and everybody else didn't know. You ready? I'm finishing right now. Let's stand. This is where it ends. Ah, you like that, huh? 15-minute sermon. I saw you smile, says Tiffany. There's that kind of smile like, wow, he's already done preaching. She's over there. I can't wait till he turns 60. Look, look what happened at 56. At 60, he might just preach three minutes. No, at 60, I'm going to have a young buck up here who knows how to preach an hour and a half. I'm, I'll get a chair. Thank you for the faith, confidence there, Brother Sal. What they did not know was that before any of this happened, in the house of Jesse, Samuel marched in front of him, the sons of Jesse. Is this all you have? Well, no, we still got one, the keeper of the sheep. We will not be seated till he shows up. When he showed up in the house, the Bible says that Samuel took the horn of oil. And on the head of David, he poured a cause. A cause greater than him, greater than his enemies, greater than any trial, greater than any situation. And David never lost sight. When the giant, giant time came, he said, what are you talking about, giant? I don't see no giant out there. We know the story. You come to me with a short sword and a shield, but I come to you. With a cause. A cause whose name Jehovah is attached to it. And devil, I will, this, is, this is it. This is your victory today. You listen to the preacher. 
He says, your victory today. When you make up in your mind, That what God called you to be. is greater. Than any trial. Or dilemma. Situation. Disaster. You must. As a child of God, speaking to you, you must resurrect inside of you the day. That God poured upon your head his anointing. Because when God gave you his anointing, when he filled you with his spirit, he gave you a cause greater than every situation that will ever come in your life. Life. What has to happen here today? Do you have to step out from where you are? I am not telling you that when you do this, the situations are going to go away. I am telling you that when you do this, that giant will no longer have control of your life. Let's love him for a moment. Let's love him. He is worthy of our praise. Let every tongue give him praise right now. Let every mouth speak words of adoration. Let every heart reach for him. I am telling you today, under the unction of the Holy Ghost, the moment you step back into the cause of God in your life, the giant will die. His power over you, his intimidation over you, his fear over you. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on. There's been a giant. Come on. I want you to step out. You're symbolically. Come on. You're going to step out. And you're going to say, God, I'm stepping back into the calling. I'm stepping back into the purpose. I'm stepping back into the purpose you've called me to be in. My God, I feel something powerful here. 
I feel something powerful here. I feel, come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. Come on. We're not praying against devils. We're not praying against giants. We're saying, God, reignite the cause. God, stir up the calling. God, let me see the kingdom all over again. Let the cause rise up inside of me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. When the calls rise, it's back up. back up and takes control again listen and your focus changes your vision changes how you see things how you view things everything changes that's not a giant in that valley that's just an uncircumcised Philistine. That's just an old dog. That's all that is. What are y'all trembling about? What are y'all afraid of? I don't need your armor, Saul. I haven't tried it. I'm not going to defeat this giant with earthly, fleshly, carnal means. All I need is the name, the cause, the purpose of God to be stirred up inside of me all over again. And when that happens, you'll climb every mountain. You'll walk through every valley. You've got a cause greater than your trial. You've got a cause greater than your giant. You've got a cause. Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? Come on, somebody. I'm asking you to let God stir that up in you all over again. I'm asking you, let God stir it up. Let God stir it up. Let God stir it up. to the voice of God reach over put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder come on listen to the voice of God we have allowed ourselves to be distracted by the adversary by the trial by the giant by the difficulty you stop witnessing 
You stop teaching Bible studies. You stop praying like you used to. Huh? Come on. You stop doing things of the kingdom like you used to do. You don't do your acts of kindness anymore. You're not out helping like you used to. You're all caught up in the valley. You're all caught up in the battle. God says today, if you can get the cause. If you can get the purpose back. If you can get the purpose in your life back. It'll blow your mind how small that trial really is. Come on. Come on. Pray about it. Get serious. Talk to God. Stir it up, God. Stir it up. Stir it up in me. Stir it up in me. Stir it up. Help me get this back, God. Help me get this back, God. My calling. My calling. My calling, <laughs> my calling, restore it, Lord, revive it in me, revive it, God. through the flesh push I'm not going to let this just be some little prayer meeting there's too many giants there's too many valleys they got to die the church has got to get back to its purpose you've got to get back to your calling you've got to get back to the cause it's happening right now it's happening
Come on, somebody. Come on, I'm believing. I'm believing God. Come on, just a little longer. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Stir it up. Stir it up. Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? I'm telling you, if you'll get a hold of this, you'll slay every giant. Jesus. 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 That's your spirit, Lord. Your spirit. Your spirit, Lord. Your spirit. Jesus. Some of y'all used to be such great soul winners. Come on now. There was a cause. You taught Sunday school. Why? There was a cause. You fed the poor. Why? There was a cause. You did things that were inconvenient and out of your way. Why? Because there was a cause. You sacrificed. Why? Because there was a cause. You lived righteous, separated lives. Why? Because there was a cause. You paid your tithe and gave your offerings. Why? Because there was a cause. There's a cause. And then the giants started marching out into your valley. You got your eyes off the cause captivated your mind, your thinking, fear in your heart, paralyzed you until you no longer did anything for God at all. You barely even made it to church. But today, today, that giant dies. Today, the cause is renewed. Look at your neighbor and say, the cause is renewed in my heart.
Do you know what happened after David killed Goliath? Listen, and I'm closing. You didn't know I was going to talk for another 25 minutes, did you? Listen, the Bible gave an entire chapter to David and Goliath. You know that? An entire chapter to David and Goliath. Then there were four more battles with the giants in the text that I read from today. You can go read in between those scriptures. And you know what the word of the Lord says? It says, and Sibasheh killed Saph. Son of a giant. That's all it says. And then it goes to the next verse. And Elhanan killed a giant. It names him. I just can't remember what it is. Lamiah. El Elhanan kills Lamiah, the son of a giant. That's all it says. And then it, it names two more. The last one's Jonathan, says, and Jonathan killed the giant that had six fingers and six toes. Six fingers on each hand, six toes on each foot. That's all it says. You know why? Because when you get your cause back, it don't take a whole chapter to kill a giant. You just march out into the battle. You just take their head off and keep going because there's a cause that's greater than any trial that I am facing right now. And if you want to get through that trial and you want to kill that giant in your life, then get your eyes back on the cause because the moment that happens everything else becomes so small and insignificant as you march towards the cause of God get back to being that soul winner get back to being that Bible study teacher get back to being that Sunday school teacher get back to being that prayer warrior Get back to being that person that just goes out and helps people in the name of Jesus Christ. Get back to the cause that God calls you to be. And all of these things that have gotten your attention will fade out into the background. Because I've gotten back a hold of the cause. Because the cause is always greater than the trial. Tell your neighbor, that's your formula. Tell them that's how you kill your giant. That's how you take him down. Look at your neighbor and say, did you get your calls back? Ask him. Did you get your calls back? 
My Lord. I feel like there's some victory in the house. How about you? Listen to Pastor. When you get up in the morning, and the first thing that comes to your mind is that giant, that trial, that difficulty, that situation, you just simply say, and you got to say it, but you just say, you tell it, you say, do like, do this with me, put your finger up, go, uh-uh, there's a cause greater than you. Listen, you talk to it, you tell it, I'm not even going to think about you today. I'm not going to let you captivate me today. I am going to think about the kingdom of God, the cause of God. And you watch what the Lord does to the giant that's in your valley. Get your eyes back on the cause. Get your eyes back on the kingdom. Get your eyes back on what God has called you to be, what he's called you to do. And let God take care of everything else in your life. All right, I love you. God bless you. Dismissed in Jesus' name. I need some help on this platform. Tear this platform down. Be kind to one another. Be good to one another. Speak well of one another.